Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 you already know it does not matter who the host is. Today is Friday, July the 10th, day 192 of the year, and only 174 days remaining before the shit show is over with, at least according to what we're being told. Anyways, I'm trying, I'm starting to laugh at the very beginning of the show, not because it's hilarious, but I will tell you what ends up taking time or taking place from time to time is we have to do some different things depending on the platforms that we're using. So yesterday we had a pretty big event that occurred and nobody's really messed with the board since then. And I had everything set up as we were doing a totally different stream that was not like this one. So that's why you kind of already seen, well, that you just got the reference to the stream. You also just got the information of what's going on sound wise and things to that extent. So I've already screwed up and I already love it because it's only noontime. Oh, yeah. So anyways, that's going on right away. So starting off. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios 
in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And what do I mean by that? SafetyFM.com, Safety.FM, SafetyFM.TV, you name it, we have it, and we're there. Currently also coming across via the app format, if you're taking a look there. But anyways, let me not bore you with all the nonsense that I have going on in the background, and let's get you started for why you're here. You're here for the news. So let's get you with some feature story news, and we'll get that rolling and bowling right now. You information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Hire. Democratic presidential contender Joe Biden has laid out his rescue plan for the coronavirus-crippled U.S. economy while berating President Donald Trump as incompetent. Mr Biden said his $700 billion plan would be the biggest investment in the American economy since World War II. The Build Back Better agenda, he claimed, would spur a manufacturing and technology jobs boom. The Trump campaign responded that the plan would inflict catastrophe. Australia has again seen record overnight numbers of COVID-19 cases following outbreaks in and around the city of Melbourne, which is now back in lockdown, and the border between Victoria and New South Wales is closed. Arthur Stevens has more. The state of Victoria has recorded 288 new COVID-19 cases, which is the largest single day in the nation since the pandemic began. Premier Daniel Andrews says that despite the spike, the state carried out its highest number of COVID-19 tests with 37,588 undertaken in the last 24 hours and he's called on Victorians to consider wearing a mask. So whether you're in an Uber or a taxi or if you're on public transport or many other examples, even shopping uh, for the basics you need when you need them, uh, we're simply asking that if you can uh, wear a mask uh, where you can't distance... Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton has reassured residents that the state was working on controlling the second wave of the pandemic. From today, quarantine rules are no longer in place for people travelling to England, Wales and Northern Ireland from more than 75 countries and territories. It means some visitors coming to the UK will no longer have to self-isolate for 14 days and Britons heading abroad won't have to self-isolate when they come back. The rules are only being relaxed for countries considered at low risk of spreading coronavirus. Stuart Smith reports from London. The requirement to quarantine upon arrival has been in place since June with fines of up to $1,200 for non-compliance. But now the UK tourism and aviation sector hopes this change will mean more people choose to visit the UK for their summer holidays. Scotland is also relaxing its quarantine rules but has a slightly different list of countries it considers low risk. However, arrivals from many countries around the world still require a period of quarantine such as the United States, Russia, India, China, Portugal and Brazil. While the UK is seeing a steady decrease in coronavirus cases and deaths, the World Health Organization says the pandemic is still accelerating globally, with the number of cases doubling in the last six weeks. And working from home could be about to get a major upgrade, as Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley considers letting visitors stay and work remotely from the island for a year. Why not plan out your business, given the fact that all we've gotten from COVID is uncertainty? So we can give you certainty for the next 12 months that you can come and you can work from here. Barbados sees 40% of its GDP come from the tourism industry. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. 
Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, that's pretty interesting. You know, as we do, we're talking about the Australia news, that was Brent Sutton. They did make a reference to the Kiwi Twist that jumps on the station from time to time and carries some conversations with us on what's going on inside of the world of New Zealand in Australia. So good to hear that he's coming about and talking about things that are going on related to COVID-19. Anyways, you know why you're here. I know why I'm here, at least. So let's get that portion started. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about some different things right away. Number one, I want to thank everyone who actually showed up yesterday to our 3 p.m. Eastern time standpoint, where we're having the conversation about diversity, a question about diversity. And there were some entertaining times there. Um, Definitely got some information that we were not aware of um got to go back and forth with sheldon primus got to interact with some of the audience members on what was going on um yeah and i'm going to tell you most people won't tell you this minor screw-ups at the very beginning there and definitely i will bring that to you letting you know exactly what was going on some audio malfunction at the very beginning but it was taken care of and i'm the kind of guy that i like to tell you what's going on behind the scenes so that's what i'll do there and Apparently, there was some kind of loop back at the very beginning, but it was corrected and things worked out well. So hopefully everybody did have a good time and there was, you know, some information learned there. But anyways, let's take you to the very top of the hit list. Duh. And let's go right there. The hit film Jurassic Park greatly underestimated the size of the Dilophonosaurus. The Dilophonosaurus. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. New research published in the journal notes that the dinosaur was significantly larger than it has been portrayed in the movie, reaching up to 20 feet in length and weighing up to three quarters of a ton. Yeah, I did say three quarters of a ton. Adam Marsh, the study led the author to say early descriptions of the dinosaur depicted as having a fragile crest, weak jaw, and spitting venom to paralyze its prey, which was seen in the movie. We have found that in addition... It was so large in size, it had a strong jaw with powerful muscles and bones that were marked with air pockets to reinforce its skeleton. The film did correctly depict the dinosaur crested head, though, which March noted may have been used to mating rituals to woo its mates. Sounds dirty, but hey, we talk about it because that's what we do here. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue down the path here. Bob Marley's children and grandson have joined forces to produce the new version of One Love. And that's One Love to assist children affected by the coronavirus pandemic. The song is set to be released on July the 17th. So let's just say it to be released next Friday along with a music video. All proceeds will be reimagined to UNICEF to go support reimagine UNICEF global campaigns for coronavirus relief efforts focused on helping and aiding children around the world. So that's good to know. Good information there to be able to share and, you know, talk about. So last or not listening to me, I'm already thinking that it was last week. Earlier this week, we did some sharing of the news where we had some people come in and technically read the news, the pre-record. What'd you think? 
Did you like it? I had some people complain saying no, that they appreciate me sounding more like a jackass than actually having somebody else read part of it. So which version did you like? I really didn't take, you know, the opinion of the public on how it should be done. Duh. Just in case. So anyways, let's continue. So you tell me what you like. We go from there and we move forward. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about the strangeness that is Florida because that's where we're at. So that's what I have to talk about. Federal prosecutors in Florida have charged a man and his three sons with conspiracy to violate federal food, drug, and cosmetic acts and the criminal contempt after selling toxic bleach like chemical mixtures as miracle cure for the coronavirus. According to the criminal complaint, the four men allegedly marketed and sold a miracle mineral solution through Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, telling customers to drink the solution. Yeah, I did say drink the solution. An April federal judge ordered the church to stop selling the solution as people were purchasing it, were hospitalized, developing life-threatening conditions, and even freaking died before the men marketed it. As a cure for the coronavirus, it was sold as a remedy for autism, cancer, HIV, and AIDS. What the freak, people? The book should be thrown at these people, for sure. I mean, think about that. Four people selling this shit as a miracle drug. The other portion here, this is why I always say that shit about vetting stuff. It's also being sold by a church. Really? Like, really? Like, really, really? Like, seriously? Think about it for a moment. Think about how crazy that is. I mean, what is going on that that is even a portion of the conversation? How did a church end up saying, hey, we have a miracle solution? Was Ponce the own part of this shit, too? I mean, nothing against it. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. But think about it. A miracle cure for all this other shit first. Autism, cancer, HIV, AIDS. And then it was actually rebranded and marketed as the coronavirus healing solution. What are we thinking? What are we thinking here just in general? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, markets were mixed with the down the S&P 500 posting losses yesterday, but the NASDAQ composite real, realizing gains. Market activity was fueled by renewed coronavirus concerns as the U.S. surpasses 3 million positive tests. Travel and financial oil stocks fell while technology shares had another big day. Walgreens had a difficult session as the company reported losses of $1.7 billion. Yeah, that's billion with a freaking B dollars in the past quarter. Walgreens. Not something that I would expect from Walgreens. Like, are people not buying pharmaceutical drugs anymore? Are they not going to Walgreens per se? $1.7 billion? I mean, they're normally not that huge of a store. Seems like a lot of money. A lot of money to be lost. What are you thinking here? How do you look at it? Where do you purchase your drugs? I'm talking about pharmaceutical drugs. Think about it for a moment. Or do we all look at these super centers now? Do we look at the super targets of the world or super targets, the super Walmarts, the HEB pluses, the Krogers? 
you know, these big, massive bad boys that carry a lot of product in there where you can just go, hey, it's a one-stop shop, opposed to me trying to go everywhere Duh. to get some of this stuff done. Anyways, just think about it. I have no clue. I just asked the question. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. So you know out there inside of the world of safety, we talk about hazard matrix. We talk about building potential issues that might occur inside of your organization. Things that could possibly happen, the level of it possibly happen, what kind of impact it would have if it did occur. So, do you take a look at tornadoes, weather events, things along those lines? Or is it not something that comes to mind? I only ask because of the following news story. Take a listen real quick. One person has died and two others were injured after a tornado touched down in central Minnesota on Wednesday. The twister is believed to be an EF3 with winds of 136 to 165 miles per hour hit the town of Ashby where it damaged three farmsteads and completely flattened another one, according to Mayor Tom Grover. Residents said they received an alert about a severe storm heading their way, but were not prepared for the tornado. So I know that these hazard matrix that we talk about all the time are potential issues that could potentially happen and what kind of event it could actually occur, what could actually happen. So how do you look at it? Do you take a look and go, yeah, it is something that is going to have an event that's going to call a ma- cause a major catastrophe, or is this something that's not even written down? I am just asking the question, because that's what I do. I ask questions for us to be able to move forward and do a whole bunch of other fun stuff. But I keep on thinking about these things. Because I think that sometimes, depending on where you're located, some of these weather events are not thought about. So just something to reference as we continue to proceed forward here. Anyways, a rescue dog in Tennessee is a hero after alerting her owner to to a fire saving the sleeping family inside. Rocks. Yeah, I said rocks. A three-year-old Belgian Melonius <laughs> was Frantically and unusually barking at the front of the door on Saturday night when the owner, Jeff Lakatis, opened the door to investigate, the pup bolted to the neighbor's home, which was on fire. Pretty freaking smart dog. Jeff pounded on the door, waking the family of three who all escaped with their pets unharmed. Firefighters later said that illegal fireworks were the cause of the fire. Side note, rocks wouldn't be living next door if it wasn't for the woman who lives in the home that got caught on fire. She is a dog groomer who sold, who sold Lakatis or told Lakatis about the pooch saying she needed a good home. Well, good to know. So she helped the dog. The dog helped the family. I guess that's an interesting twist. Definitely a way to look at it. Anyways, let's continue. The Ryder Cup and President's Cup have been rescheduled from 2021 to 2022, respectively. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, the PGA of America CEO Seth Walk 
said the decision needed to be made as medical experts and public authorities in the locations that were set to host the two events could not give certainty that the con- that conducting an event responsibly would be possible. The Ryder Cup was scheduled for September 22nd through the 27th. At the Whistling Straits Coal in Wisconsin, while the President's Cup was set for September the 30th through October 3rd in Charlotte, North Carolina. So something to think about that there's already things that are supposed to be taking events as events in 2021 that are being scheduled to 2022. Potentially. Potentially. Think about it that way. So what's the thought process here? Are you having any events that are coming up that you are supposed to be going to that are rescheduled? Now, I am tell- I will tell you right away, almost every single event that I was doing at the beginning of the year this year has been postponed until the beginning or the same time frame for the following year is really what has happened. Now, I'm starting to get some new things in where people want me to come and speak, but they're not sure if the event's even going to occur. Like one sent out a survey recently about an event that they have coming up at the end of September. Yeah, it's here in Florida. So no, you know, no traveling there. But I still keep on wondering if people are going to be willing to go out into the general public. I don't know. I ask the questions. We talk about these things, of course, as we do move forward. Duh. Duh. So whoever knows what's going to happen, you know, think about it that way. For sure. Anyways, MIT announced that the only seniors will, that only seniors will be allowed to return to campus in the fall. While most classes will be taught online amid the coronavirus pandemic, MIT will not reduce tuition costs. Good for them. I think you know it's cool that they can do that. It will instead hold off the planned 3.8% increase of the academic year. Students who have no other housing options will be allowed on campus in the fall and will take classes online. The school hopes to invite first-year students, sophomores, and juniors to the campus in the spring. Now, I'm going to tell you there's going to be some people that are going to be listening to this, and they're going to turn around and say, Jay, you are a hypocrite that you're okay with the MIT charging the format that they're charging in in regards of doing their school. And one can sit there and you could argue either point. You can say, yeah, it's true. You are a hypocrite or I am a hypocrite. But we are talking about a degree here from MIT. I'm not talking about CEUs. Sorry. Continuing education credits, just in case. Units. I mean, think about it. How do you see it? How do you see that perspective there? Do you think it's hypocritical? Or do you look at it and go, it is MIT. You have to look at it one way or the other. You never know, of course. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, a mom in Texas gave birth to triplets after beating the COVID-19 despite not having any symptoms Maggie Sigero, 
Sigero, Maggie Sigero, was tested for the virus in May as a precaution because she was having high-risk pregnancy. She said that she was in shock when it came back positive because she had never left her house since March. Sigero was tested regularly while in the hospital on June the 4th at the 32-week preg- pregnancy mark. She had her second negative test, meaning that she was free of the virus. On the same day, she also had a concerning ultrasound, so her babies, a baby girl and two boys, were delivered by emergency C-section that afternoon. The little girl named Isabella went home early this week, and doctors say the boys, Nathaniel and Adriel, should be ready to go home soon. So what do you think? How does that actual aspect work? As we do have the conversation here. How does COVID, if she says that she stayed at home, how does it pop in? How does it pop out? How does it pop, 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 pop around? Something to think about. What do you, what have your thoughts been about the testing aspect as of late? Lot to think about, though, as we do move forward here. Duh. So are you ready? Are you ready for this one? Because this is the one. This is the one that you came for. This was the one that was inside of the adver. This is the one that we were waiting for. So here we go. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I'm sure, you know, as most people that live here in the U.S. know that there's churches all over the place. And if the, if you can imagine it, there is probably a church of it or someone who's deciding to build it or something to come about it. So churches all are all over the place. And I'm not talking about the fried chicken place. I'm talking about places of worship. So take a listen to this one. The satanic temple is ready to sue. If the state of Mississippi adds the word in the words in God, we trust to its new flag. A letter to the Mississippi Attorney General, Lith Fitch, the group wrote that if the state is going to place a religious phrase on the flag, it should include a reference to Satan. Adding that in God we trust is an an exclusive. Oh, let's try this again. That in God we trust is a exclusionary religious phrase. Voters in in Mississippi will decide on a new flag design come November. So this is this is a real case. This is a real potential case to take place. They're ready to sue them if they put in the words "In God We Trust" on the flag. And, you know, you can, I can sit here for a moment and say, okay, would, if we flip the shoe, if we put it on the other foot and the flag said in Satan, we trust, would the religious people sue? Would the God believers sue? If somebody put in Buddha, we trust. Would other people sue? 
as you take a listen to this, what is your general consensus? I mean, I like your safety we trust, but I'm sure we can't put that out there. But what do you think about this? How do you take a look at it and go, this makes logical sense moving forward, or it's illogical moving forward? What if the church says in Scientology we trust, in L. Ron Hubbard we trust, in the Kool-Aid guy we trust? How do you look at it? How is the conversation? How does that move forward? How does that advance where we are? Do you think that this version of the flag that is going to be voted on in November will have the same impact as the Confederate portion of the flag has now? It is a question, and it is a legitimate question. It's not me being here the typical jackass that I like to play. But think about it. How does that work? There's a lot of questions that have to go into this. Because we have to be sensitive. And I did say sensitive. As a society, as we're doing things going forward. Because I think that sometimes we don't look at things the way that we should. And nothing against God, for sure. I want to make sure that I that I explain that. I'm not saying... Hey, that shouldn't be the case. I'm not saying it should be the case either. Because one could argue the point of, well, in money, it says in God we trust. I'm not saying there should be a separation, but what do you think about the state of Mississippi and this potential lawsuit from the Satanic Temple? It is a thought. It is a conversation piece. It is something to discuss because we are discussing it right now. So what should go and what should happen next? And yes, the next question is going to be, what the hell does this have to do with safety? It's not a safety. This portion for sure is not a safety thing. Duh. But it is a conversation that is taking place across Mississippi. Could it be a point of arguments? Could it be descriptors inside of the workplace? Because here's the other portion that we tend to forget sometimes. You and I both. Things that are out are part of the outside world do affect what's going on inside of our workplaces. Is this a big thing? Is this a huge thing? Well, I have spent several minutes over the last little bit talking about it. Also, you are noticing that the Satanic Temple is potentially going to sue over it. So what do you think this should look like? What do you think a new, if you were going to develop a new flag, and I'm talking about a state flag, not the one to resemble the U.S. or represent the U.S., how would this flag look? Maybe that's the question we should be asking ourselves. How does that work going forward? There's so many different things to talk about here. There's so many things to discuss that we could be here for a long period of time. And I don't think that the reference piece is really the satanic temple. And it's not so much the conversation about the phrase in God we trust, but it's what are we going to be looking at going forward? 
as we do a lot of these things? And maybe that's the question we should be asking ourselves. Because I think that that needs to be the focus point moving forward. But what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So continuing, 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 let me give you some news of what's going on here. I don't know if you heard this one, and I don't know if you were a Glee fan, but Naya Rivera, 33, best known for her role as Santana Lopez on Glee, is presumed to be dead after disappearing while on a boat ride late Wednesday. The actress rented a boat at Lake Piru in Ventura County with four-year-old son when the boat wasn't returned. Staff went to search for her. Rivera's child was found alone on the boat. He said that... He went into the water with his mom, but she never came back up. She was wearing a life jacket. Rivera wasn't. Search and rescue operations were halted overnight for safety reasons and resumed Thursday morning. She is believed to be dead. So something there to think about for sure. The mayor of Seoul, South Korea, has been found dead as well. Park Wonsoon body was discovered in the hills of northern Seoul early Friday, hours after local authorities launched a massive search for him. His concerned daughter phoned authorities after her father had given her a will-like verbal message before leaving the house. Circumstances surrounding the disappearance and the death remain unclear, but Seoul... Base Network did report that one of the mayor's secretaries had logged a complaint on Wednesday over alleged sexual harassment. Park was 64. I know. I don't like doing these death stories. I really don't because I never know where to go next. I'm so sarcastic when it comes to a lot of stuff that when I get to that, yeah, it's sad stuff. Don't get me wrong. But man, I don't know what to say. I really don't have a hard time and I struggle with it. Duh. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Michael Cohen is back in custody after violating condition of his home confinement, according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Cohen was released on a federal prison in May over concerns of the coronavirus. He was originally in prison last year after pleading guilty to several charges, including campaign finance violations in connection with hush payment made to women who claimed to have had affairs with President Trump in the past. Duh. His original release date was set for November 2021. No word if this incident will affect that. Well, I don't have enough news to know exactly what he did to violate it. It's kind of interesting on how that works. So he went back into the to the pokey because of concern there of him violating his quote unquote conditions of his home confinement. So now he goes back in based on whatever he did. And then now the conversation to be why is there not a concern of the coronavirus now? Because there uh, is there a secondary option? I don't know. It's talking here. In a pair of ruling by the Supreme Court of the United States, it was decided that President Trump does not have to provide his tax returns to Congress because they want them for political reasons. But at the same time, he will have to comply if legally subpoenaed 
and, dis- and disclose his finances. The second ruling effectively declared that even the president of the United States is unable to evade a lawful request for personal information, both of Donald Trump's appointees to the Supreme Court, Neil Gorsh and Bert Kavada sided with the majority opinion. These rulings effectively ensure that these documents will not be publicly available before the 2020 election is ultimately released. Now, there's been a lot of talk about these federal taxes. I almost feel like there's almost been enough conversation as there was about Obama's birth certificate. So what do you think? What do you think that might be on there that it has become such a big hoopla? I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. Because a lot of people seem to be very concerned on what this guy has in his taxes. And I don't understand. Don't understand what the appeal is to everyone. That they want to know, would you be willing to share yours? not defending the guy. I'm just asking a question. Do you think it really is for political reasons? I'm just asking. Duh. I'm just asking, asking, asking. Think about it real quick. Who knows? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's continue. No winner for Tuesday's night to make a million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $83 million jackpot or a $65.5 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday's night Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for $79 million jackpot or a $63 million cash payout. So if you're into playing that kind of game. You're more than welcome to going by there. Okay, Jafisi Leslie has been cast as the new star of the CW's Batman. Ruby Rose, who starred on the show as Kate Kane for one season, congratulated Leslie on her new role. According to CW, Leslie will be playing Kane's alter ego, Ryan Wilder. So is that a show that you watched? Was it a show that you cared about? I'm just asking. I've never watched it. I know that it is something now that is available on HBO Max. So if you are interested in that. Anyway, Stephanie Winston Walkoff, a longtime friend of former advisor First Lady Melania Trump, has written a tell-our memoir titled Melania and Me. According to Variety, the book will detail Winston's years-long friendship with Trump, 50, uh, Trump 50, uh, as well as her time with the inaugural committee and the White House before effectively ousted. The book is said to be released on September the 1st. So there you go. You got something there. Anyways, I did just reference HBO. Let's continue there with that. Michelle Williams and Oscar Isaac will star in HBO's limited series, Scenes from Marriage, an adaptation of Ingram Bergman's classic miniseries. The series adaptation reexamines the show's iconic depictions of love, hatred, desire, marriage, and divorce through the lens of contemporary American couple, according to writer-director Haggai Levy. No words of when the filming will begin. So, here you go. Anyway, so you are noticing a lot of shows making the return and the comebacks. So, here we go. ABC is bringing back the Wonder Years. Nearly three decades after the iconic comedy aired, the network is working on a reboot about a black family in Alabama set to premiere next year, according to The Hollywood Reporter. I keep on wondering if they're going to do a new version of the safety dance. That's the one I keep on looking for. 
Anyways, the chain smokers are set to perform a drive-in fundraiser at Nova Ark Park in Watermill, Long Island on July the 25th. The event will also be featured on Southampton's town supervisors, Jay something another singer-songwriter, Matt White, and Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon as DJ D-Soul. Southampton's Mayor Jesse Warren will MC the event. Proceeds will of the event will go to No Kid Hungry, the Children Medical Fund of New York, Southampton Fresh Air Home, and other local businesses. Now, we talk about this all the time, about going out into the general public. And I know that as safety professionals, you talk about this, and we discuss it, and you think about it at home, and think about it at your workplace. But what do you think about this new potential driving stuff? How do you look at it? Are you going, hey, this is going to work? Are you looking at it and saying, this makes absolute sense as we move forward? I have a hard time understanding how that's going to work because I don't really think people will stay in their cars. And then here's the other thing. If you're sitting in your car for a long period of time and you're at a concert and it's high, and I'm talking about high, like really high. Aren't you going to turn on the air conditioner? Then you're going to actually use your gas. Maybe you have an electric vehicle. Who knows? But then now we're talking about potential pollution into the air. So I don't know. There's so many things there. So many things that can be discussed as we sit here and go, hey, whatever. Anyways, let's talk about it. A country trio Lady A, formerly known as Lady Atabellum, has filed a lawsuit against blue singers Anita White, who also goes by Lady A. The suit claims that White's counsel delivered a draft settlement agreement that included an exorbitant monetary demand after conversations with the band and their prospective attorneys. While the exact demand was not mentioned, rumor is the amount was in the ballpark of $10 million. While White has been using the name for over 20 years and considered it her brand, the country group trademarked the name for entertainment purposes back in 2011. So that'll be interesting to see. Lady A. You know, I I still have a hard time with that one. Because I understand the purpose of wanting to change the name. But the moment that somebody asks the freaking question, what does the A stand for? Won't somebody be able to say something? If you're trying to get away from antebellum, shouldn't you just change it all together? I mean, it almost goes back to the Dixie Chicks thing, as we've already discussed. Not today, but previously. Anyways, Mariah Carey has finished her memoir. The singer who announced that she was writing a book back in 2018 told fans on Thursday that it was finally complete. No word on when it will be available for purchase. Let me know if she's interested in the audiobook format. I'm sure we can get something worked out there. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Some new albums being released today. Just in case if you're into the music scene, Static X Project Regeneration Volume 1 comes out today. Monster X with Fantasia X comes out today. The Jayhawks XOXO, Dance Gavin Dance, Afterburner, Margot Price. That's how rumors get started. Rufin Wayne's right. Unfollow the rules. Boy, that sounds familiar. Unfollow the rules. So let me talk about this just in case if you didn't see this, and I'm going to go directly on how we were able to find this. Kanye 
West is reportedly in the middle of a bipolar episode, and his loved ones are very concerned. The rapper raised brows after his controversial Forbes interview in which he said that he pl- said Planned Parenthood is run by white supremacists that do the devil's work. There seems to be a theme here today about devil's work. I mean, we're talking about the Satan temple there for a moment. I mean, Kanye West suffers from serious episodes around once a year, and this one has resulted in his decision of making being impacted, a source told TMZ. Another source told the outlet that while his family and those close to him are have worries, they believe things will stabilize as they have in the past. So does this mean that he is going through an episode right now as he's saying that he's going to run for president? And I thought that he was too late into the game to even get the paperwork done. And I know we're, I keep on going into that world of politics that I've told you about a thousand times that I won't want to talk about. But shit, man, we keep on getting into it. This is the way that it works. Anyways, let's continue. J.J. Watts thinks it's too early for the NFL players to make a decision whether to play the season or not. The Texans defensive end told ESPN that he has been on numerous NFLPA calls. Players Association, just in case. And doesn't feel that anyone has enough information yet to be making decisions. As of now, the Texans are set to report to training camp on July the 25th. So not too long. And scheduled to open the season in Kansas City on September 10th. Now, I would love to know what that football season is going to look like. Not that I'm a big football watcher anymore. Used to be. Not not quite so much. Have not probably watched football in the last three years or so on a consistent basis. But I look at it and I go, how is that going to work? Is it going to be like most other sports that keep on saying they're going to come back with nobody in the audience? Can you do social distancing? Anyways, talking about sports, there's a pretty big fight going on with the UFC this weekend. On Fighter Island. Now, as you think about this, how this Fighter Island thing's set up, somewhere off of Abu Dhabi, on how they're doing the fights or where they're doing the fights, have to take a flight to there. They're doing the COVID-19 test. Well, how do you look at this as a safety guy or a safety gal? And this is being done. I mean, they are being tested. Don't get me wrong. And they wear masks at the weigh-in, which is another part, which is interesting. But then in return, they don't fight with a mask on, which I mean, I know it would be difficult to do. I mean, I don't really know. I would assume I did have one of those trainer masks, so I do understand that. But how is that going to work? Is that going to be something that interests you? Duh. Or is it just something that you go, "Eh, something to look at, something different to do? I just don't know anymore. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it real quick. Top 10 summer songs of all time, according to the Rolling Stone magazine. So here we go. We're going to take it from number 10 because we can't do any movie stuff. So number 10, Summer in the City by Loving Spoonful. Hot Fun in the Summertime. Sly and the Family Stones. Rockaway Beach, The Ramones. California Girls 
by the Beach Boys. I don't know. I think that one should rank a little bit higher. I really like that song. In My Feelings by Drake. School's Out, Alice Cooper. Now, shit, that song used to be School's Out for Summer. I'm pretty sure that's a different case now. Summertime Blue, Eddie Cochran. Oh, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. After Alice Cooper, number four should be Old Town Road by Little Nas X. Then, number three, Summertime Blue by Eddie Cohen. Dancing in the Streets by Martha and the Vandals. What? I Like It is number one by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. I must be old because where is... um? Summertime by Fresh Prince. Where's Wipeout? Where's some of those songs? Where's Summer Breeze? Yeah, I'm definitely getting old. Anyways, let's talk about a couple different things real quick, as we always do. Today is a Friday edition of this bad boy, so you know what this is. You know we're at that part right now where we sit back, we take the 30 seconds of all that aggravation that has been built up over the week, And we go, okay, we're going to move forward and push all that shit out. We're going to scream. We're going to shout. We're going to yell. So I'm going to give you a countdown clock, 30 seconds on the clock, scream, shout. Make sure that if there's other people around, they don't think you're crazy. By doing this, let it all out. I'll give you the 30-second mark in three, two, one. Duh. Duh. So hopefully you were able to get it all out of your system. You're good to go, refreshed, got some good stuff out. If you did not get everything out, make it to the gym. I'm telling you, it'll be worth your while to do so. You know how that goes. Working it out, taking it all out, taking out some aggravation is always some good times. Nobody's life's easy. And sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in. When push comes to shove comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer, and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in. Ever. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue. Let's talk about some of the important things that we need to talk about. So, right now, with everything going on inside of the world, coronavirus-style COVID-19 lockup, loss of work and everything, you could be suffering right now of depression. You could be suffering of mental health issues. You could be struggling and thinking about committing suicide. I want you to contact my friends at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are a resource that are available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 1-800-273-TALK. They are there to assist you. Now, keep in mind that this is not a text number. This is a phone call. 
If you want to be able to interact via virtual, you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and they will be able to assist you right there. The other portion that we want to mention and talk about right now on the show. Duh. Is missingkids.org. This is something that I have found over the last few weeks that I think is important for us to talk about and move forward with. You know how every once in a while you'll get an Amber Alert on your phone or you'll hear something of some child missing? This website has all kinds of information about it. If you go to missingkids.org, there is a section there where it will show you the children that are missing throughout the United States of America where you can help see pictures, might potentially help people that, that are missing. Also, it gives you the opportunity and the availability to donate if you would so desire to do so. To help out what they're trying to accomplish here at missingkids.org. This is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And there are another place that you can go to any time of the day that has information readily available for you. Anyways, before we get to the end of the show, let's talk about a couple different things. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Collector Car Appreciation Day. Don't step on a B-Day. (laughs) so many twists and turns on that one uh national kitten day world kebab day national pina colada day pick blueberries days teddy bear picnic day kebab day really with National Pina Colada song, or it's not song, but day. Interesting twist there. So many different things you could do there. Anyways, I think that this is going to bring an end to the show before I, well, let me tell you this real quick, just in case for, for purposes of knowing. So real quick, Perry Edwards today is his birthday, turns 27. Antonio Brown, football player, turns 32. You ready for this one? This one might be a little bit surprising. Jessica Simpson turns 40. Sophia Viagra, Vergara, from Modern Family and Hot Pursuit. Ready for this? 48. And we'll skip around here, and I think that that's it. The other important one, very important one, if you remember any of the birthdays from today, remember this one. Nikola Tesla was born today in 1856. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show, just so you know. Also, before I forget, thank you once again for all the people that showed up yesterday to our little 3 o'clock event, the conversation about diversity that happened that we were having here on good old Safety FM. Well, the virtual the virtual stuff. But I want you to know about our hop class that we have coming up. So we're going to be having a Foundations hop class that will be coming up on the 29th of July. If you're interested in actually participating for in it you're more than welcome on doing so that like i said it'll be on july the 29th at 9 a.m eastern time if you want more information go to safetyfm.io that's safetyfm.io and you can sign up right there we're also doing something a little bit different with this event we are doing a version of revenue share so you can go over there go to the website safetyfm.io And you can create an affiliate link, and we will do a piece of revenue share with you for promoting the event. So what will happen is for everyone who actually purchases a ticket through your affiliate link, 
we will do the revenue share with you. So if you're interested in doing that, go to safetyfm.io. You do not have to attend the conference or the event, better saying, because it's not a conference. If you want to help out in that fashion, just so you know. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and taking a listen to what we have right here. Real safety talk. I truly do appreciate it. Anyways, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye. I'll be back on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Boy, do we got some good stuff to share with you next week. I'm going to tell you about somebody who's coming on the show. I think you're going to like it. Anyways, love you. Mean it. Bye. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Why don't we say that it's too late for us now? Why do we stay when I blame you for the things that weigh me down?
Sleep. 